0: Why do salmon swim upstream despite the threat of the bear? Because laying down the foundation for the next generation is worth the risk. This is the Upstream Podcast hosted by me, Salmon Like the Fish, where guests share their pearls of wisdom that could have only been realized through the journey against the current of life. Your presence here and now is no mistake. Keep your ears and your heart open. There is something for you to gain. You're here with Salmon Like the Fish on the Upstream Podcast with Dan Ivanier. Yo. Dan Ivernair is a CrossFit athlete, extraordinaire internationally, turned into beach body <laughs> workouts Jeez. in the basement, local celebrity, and uh, I'm here to talk with him about, about, a, about a very interesting topic. Um, today's topic is called Antisocial Social Media. Dan, thank you for being here.
1: Appreciate hey, thanks you. thanks for having me, man.
0: Yeah, so this is just another episode done in quarantine. Um, because I love my wife and I respect her, we're doing this outside to maintain as much safety as possible during this quarantine um you know guys out there make sure you respect your ladies you know do what you, do what you have to, what you have to do to have peace in the household uh, i know dan also has to be home at a certain time for his ladies so we are recording <coughs> now all right so um the reason why we're meeting with dan today uh is because myself and also people around me have been curious as to the whereabouts of dan ivanir um he didn't have a social media presence that he had before mm-hmm. suddenly he kind of uh ghosted all of us in, in on social media we didn't see any 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 more posts about workouts uh or his or his uh, love life or anything like that and so a bunch of buddies and i were just like oh have you talked to dan have you talked to dan um uh, at the towards the beginning of this crisis of this pandemic i actually reached out to dan personally just to say hello and catch up and uh he uh, let me know something very personal uh in that he detoxed for social media for months and months so dan um just to start this off, let's talk about why you actually wanted to detox yourself from social media.
1: Well, um, I mean, it's it's a long story. I could probably ramble on about this for for days. But, you know, I've always, like, dabbled with the fact I've been interested in, you know, quote-unquote purging my social media. Um, I don't know. I, I I just didn't like kind of the person I really was on the, you know... I don't know how to really best explain it. It's more like I knew that there was this voice inside of me I always had that was like man, like, you don't need... Everyone doesn't need to know what you're doing. You know, I've always been a focused guy. You know, tunnel vision guy. I've always, you know... I've always had this internal voice that basically directed me one way and said like, you know do this, do that, and I, I think I wanted to, speak on the tunnel vision, I wanted to block all the outside noise, you know? Social media provides a lot of outside noise, mm. you know? And it it makes you do things for the wrong reasons, and I realized, maybe going back, it's not that I didn't like the person I was, it was just i the things I was doing, I noticed were not for the right reasons.
0: Yeah, well, let's talk about know? that in, sp- in particular, because, I mean i think a lot of us are living lives on social media that are manicured you know as much as people can say that they're real i know i pride myself on, mm-hmm. self on that like you know just like fitness wise right you have these athletes who only post uh pictures or videos of of lifts that they've made rarely do people post uh negative things about themselves they don't unless they're looking for attention people are not making nice cute instagram posts about their divorce about the loss of their job um ab- about anything negative or what could be perceived as negative. Yeah. You know so uh, I think all of us have to have this sort of awareness that we're all kind of manufacturing our presence on social media but for you somehow over time you've been convinced that you weren't being your true self what was the actual turning point was there any one thing in particular or was it an accumulation of things or was there an accumulation and one thing just kind of set you over the edge and said screw this I'm I'm shutting down I'm not going to continue mm-hmm. with this
1: whole social media thing that's a good that's a good question because I don't think I ever really thought about what made me do it Mm -hmm. it was more of just like let me try this for a little bit and see how I am like it was an experimental thing I'm a big data experimental guy you know let me try let me try this and just see if like this next week you know goes any better let me you know let me see what happens how I am Mm -hmm. and it's funny you don't realize it but the second you delete those apps you you feel like you disappear mm. and i i found myself picking up my phone a bunch of times without realizing i deleted these apps like withdrawal withdrawal yeah and i'm like holy you know holy heck this is like i was addicted to this thing yeah. and nowadays you know and yeah i'm dancing around the question <laughs> i know that i'm rambling no on, actually but, that
0: makes sense to, you know, to be honest with you like All right, something internally is not right. Let me make one major change and see what happens. Let me see what happens. Yeah, because, I mean, let's talk about, like, in terms of, like, weight gain, right? Like, we're not at the weight that Mm -hmm. we should be ideally for our, you know, not that we're body shaming anybody. I'm just trying to use a tangible example. Mm -hmm. But we could be a certain weight and wonder, why am I this weight, you know? Let me see if I cut out soda. Let's see what happens. See what happens. Is it something like that? Or, like, was it, like, a frustration, like, in in mm-hmm. like y- your 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 life like oh i have to be like this i have to be like that because social media said so mm-hmm. you know or was it like your a group of people that you were around that you would see them on social media and like ah screw this and it would just make you upset like besides like wanting to experiment
1: was there anything in particular that really affected you i mean not an, not a particular event there was yeah. no event like you know what I'm gonna disappear from the planet, mm. like screw this, hey, screw everyone no it was it was more like again like i've I've been a very competitive person my whole life, very driven person my whole life, but I started to notice the things I was doing was for the wrong reasons, like why you know, for example, let's talk crossFit, okay. I need to put on this weight because I need to film it and I need to post it and do some stupid story, you know? You to like a lift, for like example? Like a lift, you know? Oh. like, You know, bear in mind, you look back in your kind of memory books, I had some pretty janky-looking lifts just to get, you know, a numbers, that, you know, get just to hit a certain number. And I'm like... You know, we talked about it beforehand, too. Before that competition, wearing every piece of... Remember that? Right, that one the, time. It was the night before a competition. What was it Asbury? I believe I think.
0: so. And you had, like, every, every piece of recovery equipment on. I
1: look back on that now, and I'm like, that's crazy, yeah. man. Like, that probably wasn't too good. I remember my back blowing out all the time. I literally had to go to the chiropractor, and they put me on this decompressor machine where they strapped me into a straight jacket and pulled my spine apart to relieve the pressure. Wow! I never told you, like... I didn't know about that. And then I would come to the gym and still exercise on top of that. Like, it was a... It was only for face value. I wasn't doing it for myself. It wasn't, you know... I wasn't doing things for myself. And that kind of, I think, was my... You know, it was the kindling and the flame that, you know, it kind of... Got the fire going, so yeah, no, I deleted everything. I deleted all the apps. That was the first. That was the first major move, mm. you know. And it was, and I started to notice like I felt this, not this emptiness, but this like, I'm on a desert island, mm-hmm. or I'm on, I'm on a deserted island. I mean, I'm I'm on an island. Everyone else is on the grid, and I'm alone on the island. Okay. What are my priorities now on this island? Hmm. You know? You know, it's really funny you say that.
0: Um, I don't know if you had saw the video I posted up a little while ago. It was about the word quarantine. Did you well, see if it was video? posted on social media I didn't oh, see well, it. Oh, well this was back in like March, like right at uh-huh. the beginning of quarantine. I don't know if you're if you're exiled from Yeah, I think it was social a social media before was, that. Okay. So, mm-hmm. I had posted this video. I had someone had shared with me that the word quarantine in Latin means 40 days. Mm-hmm. Right? And so as a, as for me as like a, with a Christian background, this quarantine happened right in the middle of Lent, which is like this 40-day like mm-hmm. exile period where, you know, um where this character in the Bible was like kind of tested for 40 days yeah. and, and without food, without drink and all this kind of stuff. And so I I had spoken about this and how ironic that it happened to be during lent and that we were all in quarantine we were, we're all court. kind of Quartz. Quartz. is four is four Q- right four. so we're kind of like yeah. all like exiled at the moment from everybody and everything yeah. so you went even beyond you know we were mm-hmm. already suffering from like social um social like proximity mm-hmm. to people but now even social media is has been a way for many people to feel close to each other yeah. but you put yourself in exile so i imagine at least for me, like when I was, when this quarantine started, it really mm-hmm. made me reflect on my life. So I wanted to actually see for you personally, three areas of your life uh, where you found uh, differences, change because of your because of your detoxing from social media. So yeah. um, I want to talk about your relationships, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of friendships, especially with your girlfriend, yeah. you know, I want to talk about how it's affected like your work life balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, And also your emotional and physical health. So those three Mm -hmm. areas. So let's start with like relationships. Like what has detoxing from Mm -hmm. uh, social media has done? Has it done for your friendships as well as your romantic relationship?
1: Okay, so I mean, back on the topic quick of quarantining. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, like you said, COVID. And again, no offense to anyone. You know, this has been a tough time for everybody. But I found great personal growth in i find my best personal growth is in exile is mm. in quarantine i'm a, an extremely what is it you, when you have internal motivation you're what's that called there's a word for it i'm, Driven? A introvert. Introvert. I'm an introvert oh, i an introverted okay. so, like that's what i'm a very big introvert oh. always have been and i noticed that social media was you know it was a, it was attacking that introvertedness of me you know i there is great personal growth and there is great, like, you know, basically personal growth found in exile. Mm. You, there's great self-reflection. That's what I was looking Self- for. Absolutely. There's great, you know, who, who am I? Yeah. Forget all this noise. You have to, I call it, I like to use the word the, the great purge yeah. or trimming the fat, you know, like, you know, you trim the fat on a steak. And I, I, I trim the fat on life, man. Mm. Like, I, I got to look through the tunnel now of what's important. So in terms of, like, relationships, I mean, yeah, man. Like, you know, you, you cut out social media. Relationships are, you know, they're, they're questioned. You, you, you trim the fat. Yeah. You're the face value, rela- I, you know, the face value surface relationships, unfortunately, the fat was trimmed. I got to tell you, man. I feel like social media. Like, if
0: I've talked to people before, and I think this was more in the beginning when like social media became more mm-hmm. of a trend uh, years and years ago. But people yeah. would say, uh, "Oh, I have a thousand friends on Facebook." Yeah. And so people started equating their friends, and now sometimes even their followers, like their friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you really get to the core of like real close personal relationships, mm-hmm. people don't even have ten percent of that number of people in their lives compared to their social media. Yeah. Like I don't know about you, but for me personally. I've found that uh, this quarantine has really shown a light on my true friends, like people that really go the distance. Yeah. I don't know if you know this man because you were off social media or uh, you know earlier this year, but I did a competition out in Texas. It, okay. was, it was a competition that I had to qualify for. Mm-hmm. Um, so out of like, say 35 people, 40 people around my age group mm-hmm. over the, uh, across the country, I placed like seventh or something like that and had, to, had the chance to compete in Texas. I went there with my wife, with my kids. Uh, I'm warming up for the first workout. Guess who walks through the door? Who's that? Chris and Dan. Chris what? and Dan flew all the way from Jersey to Texas just to support me at this comp. Wow! And I had zero clue, zero, See, zero clue. That right? goes beyond social media. Way beyond social media, right? So that's like real. Like these guys are like brothers to me. Mm-hmm. You know, people that I've what uh, what, I, what I've done is actually reach out to people via text like hey man is everything all good that's how we actually have ended yeah. up like connecting like it, oh I haven't heard from you in a bit how you been so I feel like social media has kind of uh, uh, like pulling back from that a little bit during the quarantine I mean I personally have pulled mm-hmm. back a little bit from it but um, it's really kind of highlighted like who are who, what relationships what relationships
1: in my life are real yes. versus this kind of manufactured social manufactured pressure. social yeah. the problem is I'm still in that you know six months or a couple of months i'm fairly new to the purge and i'm coming you know i'm learning that too because i'm not one to reach out to people either that's all that's been my problem now it's like to pick up the phone and be like you know we all have have busy lives driven lives and you know it's Pick up the phone and say, hey man, just thinking how you're doing. Yeah. It's something I don't normally do. Yeah. I've never really done, and I should do more. Well, you know? you know what?
0: This is I think this is one of the negative effects of social media. So as I mentioned, you know, this podcast, the episode is called Antisocial Social Media. Yeah. I mean, we're a little bit different in age. I'm thirty seven years how old now? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. So that eight years difference is huge. Yeah. I mean, I had a cell phone when I was seventeen. You mm. might have had a cell phone when you were twelve or thirteen, younger, possibly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And social media came out for me way later in my life than it did for mm-hmm. you. I mean, do we see the of the uh, expansion of social media since its in- uh, inception? Yeah. And how much it's changed our lives? Um, so for me personally, I have seen how nowadays the I think one of the effects of social media is that people don't answer their phones anymore. People, it's did, odd. It's, yeah. You know, like uh, I, it's funny. I mentioned Matt at our in our last uh, podcast. I'm going to mention him again. Because I called him one day. Uh-huh. Uh, he was doing my meal prep. Matt Gardner? Matt Gardner, yeah, yeah. So he I, actually just re-
1: reached out the other day. Good just dude. Just seen good, dude
0: good, good dude. Good dude. I just talked to him the other day, too. We're mm-hmm. both uh, planning on running a virtual marathon in September, so that's how I got that's you know, awesome, on man. that again. But um, he was doing my meal prep at the time, right? So I texted him. I was like, hey, man, I called you. And he's like texting me back. Yeah, I was wondering why you were calling me. I'm like, you saw me calling you? He's <laughs> like, yeah, but who calls anymore? Why don't you just text me? Yeah. You know, like... People don't even like. I don't know about you, man, but like, uh, now when someone rings, when someone rings my doorbell and I have no idea who it is, it freaks me out. You know, Mm -hmm. if I get a phone call from a from a person, I assume it's a butt call. You know, Um, but this is because now social media is twenty four seven. Even text
1: messaging now has moved to like DMs. You know, social media is ruining how humans are supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, you know, like. I mean it's the age we're going to. I get it. Like this digital age we're sure. going to, but you know, you ever see that episode of Black Mirror? Oh yeah. That one episode. Great episode. The, like that's, that's, that's where, it's where it's going. That's where it's going. We're and all I'm abandoning ra- ship from that as we're, quick as I can. We're all going to be
0: we're going to end up rating each other, you know? <laughs> yeah. And like this is a this is a crap person, don't interact with this person. You Because know what of I a mean? rating. Because of a rating. And um, that's why I
1: hey, get off the grid while you have a chance, dude, you yeah, know? For sure. You know, um, so
0: like so but how has it affected, if at all, your your intimate relationship with your girlfriend?
1: Has it made an impact in your life? Well, I mean, in terms of time, like I'll, you know, it, it hasn't really, she still uses social media, you know? Haven't got her to purge it yet. So it's, it is something you prefer her to purge? I don't prefer, you know, you do what you you can do what you want, but she uses it as a business platform. Yes, yeah, so a kind different story. Again, right? social yeah. media does have its benefits, if used properly, you mm-hmm. know? but the way those app the way it's designed is to hook you into the non beneficial side. Mm-hmm. But I mean in terms of you know me me and Courtney it, it hasn't a, it hasn't done anything to our relationship. But she's killing it right now anyway. Yeah. So she's using it the right way. She's not posting every little, you know, this whole thing about videoing yourself exercising. Yeah. You know, I just want to shout out she's lost like 30 28 30 pounds in this She's doing an RP strength she yeah she's almost done she has like a week left and she's lost like thirty wow. pounds she's killing it and she got me motivated you know to to doing these like we're doing these beach body I'm doing insanity wow. in the ba- in the basement it's my pain cave you know yeah. it's my sanctuary and she's been we've been motivating each other at face value not at social not through social media that's how it's supposed yeah, to yeah so I know? wonder
0: if too if that if I mean you know it's hard if, if we haven't like really contemplated and meditated how something has changed our life but I yeah. would imagine. I mean, social media has even changed in some way, like, the way you engage in fitness, right? Yes. You know, because I, I know we had talked about how, like, you'd look at people on social media in the CrossFit space, like, oh, I gotta be like this person mm-hmm. and that person. And funny enough, it was really cool to me to see you and Courtney both at a CrossFit gym together. But it's yeah. that's meant for certain people, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's meant for a season. You know, so I can see how, like, even my wife and I, you know, I was really, really, really into CrossFit, and mm-hmm. she, she's not, And and how, like, I feel that these people at CrossFit understand me more than my wife, mm-hmm. which is BS. You know, so I can imagine like there's been a shift even in your fitness, which has changed your like uh, relationship because now you guys are
1: not, are both doing the same things together, mm-hmm. and you both you both enjoy it, right? Yeah. No. Um. So, I mean, just to like touch on CrossFit, CrossFit's a hell of a platform. It's a hell of a you know brotherhood at a gym. You know, suffering together. That's a that's a great thing. But, and I. You know, I played hockey my whole life. I needed my, you know, I don't want to go down that whole road, but I needed my next grind per se, my next, you know, focus. And it, I found CrossFit. But I slowly started to realize my competitiveness, I wanted to be, be, I wasn't doing it for myself. I was doing it just to be better than the next guy, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I used to spend, four, I, rem- I, I look back three years even. GSP. I used to spend three, four hours there.
0: Let's, let's, let's not uh, forget you and I used to spend that much time together. Yeah. We'd have a workout planned. We'd Uh talk for an hour and 10 minutes before we, so it's not like you were like killing yourself. I'm nervous about this. I'll be here. I'll still (laughs) be on the, you know, I'll
1: still be here tomorrow morning because this podcast. I I don't,
0: I I don't think that's inherently wrong. I think Mm -hmm. human beings, I think we're, we're meant to encourage and inspire each other. So I think it's really more the context, right? So, one of my favorite quotes, and I think I actually used this in the last podcast too. Yeah. But this whole idea of iron sharpens iron. Iron so, does
1: sharpen iron, but I wasn't. I wasn't looking. See, that's a different view. I wasn't looking at it as iron sharpens iron. Yeah. It was. I'm gonna be better than this guy. Yeah. He's po- doing. You know, I see all this on social media. I'm gonna be better than this guy. Yeah. And bear in mind, I have a full time job too. Yeah. That I like you know, that should That's be my reality, priority. Right? Yeah. That's where should be my eye. That's where I should be really focused. Yeah. That's my livelihood. Yeah. I jeopardized my livelihood to try and pursue this thing to like beat out the next guy. And I'm like, wait a You know, I only the last like couple, the social media purge. I realized like, wow, this is where my focus is. And it's funny because I took all that. I took all that drive and energy that I put on the gym and be better than this guy and I put it on work and I'm killing Whoa. it man I gotta tell you and I, I, and I heard the passion in your voice when we
0: spoke yeah. the last time about work which I've ne- work always mm-hmm. seemed to be this thing that was getting in the it way was of my fitness. hindrance yeah. Of fitness. yeah now it's my priority yeah.
1: fitness is my you know I come home I'll do my half an hour of hell in the basement my 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 little I call it my my office my pain cave mm. do my half an hour of hell I got it in and, you know, that's it. Mm. That's it. I got it in today. And, but now it's work on my mind. You know, work, my relationships, family, Courtney, that's, like, the priority. And that's where I'm putting my energy. And you know what I'm saying? I, you know, if, if someone says, like, you know, I'm dancing around here, but if someone says they don't have enough time for things, I, like, I want everyone listening to this now to go to settings on their phone and look at screen <laughs> time. Look at screen time right now. No, dare th- you know? they,
0: they won't do it, though. They won't do this, though. Yeah. You, you, can, you can tell them, though, but they're not going to do it. And so they can, can, If people did that, mm-hmm. they would have nothing to complain about. Yeah. You know, they, they would, they wanna, people want to say they don't have the time. They want to have the excuses. So you ask someone mm-hmm. to go look into their settings and to see how much time they spend on social media, they won't do it because then they'll lose their excuse as to why they exactly. don't have time. But if
1: you really want to like dive in, look at your screen time, and I guarantee you that the average is over four hours. I guarantee you. I'm, I'm actually afraid to look at mine right now, but I'm pretty sure it's Let's that high. Let's see hard. it. I uh, know. I don't want to do but it. See what I mean? That's, that's four hours that you just scroll through your phone looking at, you know, that's four hours you ain't getting back, you know? <laughs> that's four hours that you could be putting into something else. And everyone says this, I don't have time. So that was, I found, that was one of the reasons for the social media purge, because I thought about this and I'm like, wow, like, I'm a big, like, I love self-improvement. You know, I want to be better every day. And I was like, wow, all this time is going to just scrolling through my phone? Are you out of your mind? You got time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, let me ask you this. About your... Um,
0: so I see that the, your social media detox has uh, improved your work life and, and yes. how much energy and attention you place on your work life, which I'm sure in, it will inadvertently affect your, your intimate relationships. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, why is it that we work and we have jobs? So we... Ideally, I'm assuming, like, to start a family, you know, one day and be able to kind of, right? I mean, is that a crazy thing to say? It's 2020, Mm -hmm. so I don't know what, you know, people's Mm -hmm. goals are. But essentially, like, I would imagine that's part of the deal, right? Well, your livelihood
1: should be your priority. Right. And, you know, you got to invest. You want to go up the chain. You want to make, you know, you want to make more money. You want to, I want to get the nice house. I mean, I'm sitting here selling... You upgraded, man. This house is awesome. Like, oh, yeah,
0: man, listen, you know, I, I I've said this, but like, God has been very, very good to me. You know, and and I know it's I know like it's one thing to say that, but also like I've had this grace to be able to work hard. Yeah. And I have a wife who supported me in everything. I mean, at one point I was working two jobs, uh, going to school full time. I was in two different bands. Because yeah. I'm, an, you know, I I just was a glutton for punishment and lack of sleep. You yeah. Know? Um, but no, like I think. Um, that, that should be the goal, right? So we see mm-hmm. how it's affected your family, or, or your, your your intentions of having a, a family in the home in the future. Yeah. We see how it's affected your your intimate relationship. Now, in terms of your friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see any effect? Like it, I know you had said that you have a difficulty in keeping touch with people, yeah. but have you seen any kind of benefits in terms of like your your friendships, particularly with guys? You know, you had mentioned this before, like you're not one to kind of keep in touch. And I had mentioned that's like one of the effects of social media. Mm-hmm. But I think also too, like the, the average American male, like around our age group, I, I'm not sure like for the younger generation, but like yeah. a lot of us are kind of these like lone wolves that we kind of just do what we have to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know I was talking with a friend the other day and he told me he felt bad reaching out to me because he knows I'm so busy I have a family and I have this and that and he don't want to bother me Mm -hmm. and I told him like dude reach out man like I need this you know I was telling Arlene yesterday my wife um, I need to schedule a bro day just get like like 15 of my closest dude friends yeah. from like from all time for the over the past five ten years get them together and just do something that doesn't have to involve drinking mm-hmm. you know so we can actually just get just, together and yeah, hang. hang out you know right? remember, were you there that one time it was like me you Eduardo we went to get like ice cream we, we, went, went, to go shooting. Shoot. we went shooting yeah. like how nice of a day was that
1: just to be around a bunch of dudes you know that didn't involve around just getting destroyed I don't even think we drank that day no, no we, we, we like, went shooting and I we got ice that. cream I did something I've never done in my life before yeah. with a group of people you know it it was really cool and we had real talk that day people don't do enough of that
0: no and guys we don't do that i think women Mm. are really intentional about having like a girls night out Mm -hmm. or like you know even like women will do like book clubs and like kind of make that a social thing but i find that men we're kind of like these like lone Lone wolves wolves that don't really interact with other men and somehow like we think it's personally i think that somehow we we don't think it's masculine to reach out to other men yeah to be honest with you, I mean, even for me, like sometimes, like ah, oh, I, I meet like a dude I want to be friends with, like mm-hmm. or that I want to be like closer friends with. Yeah. Like oh, I don't want to think, I don't want him to think I'm weird if I text him, you know. And now like this relationship that could have been like a, a friendship, I've pulled back because like of this macho character. I think men are supposed to be alone and manly,
1: and we yeah. don't need anybody, you know. Well, you know, see, I never really thought that far into that. The thing is with me, I could speak about myself personally. I've I've always embraced that lone I've been a lone wolf kind of guy, circle small real you know circle real small mm and I think that's how it's you're supposed to have like you're supposed to have a small circle, you know like in reality, your circle's pretty small, yeah, you know um but i you know for one i've never i can speak in the last six months, I've been on such a personal run a personal drive, I'm on like you know. I'm on like eighty in my own car, yeah, you know, well, yeah, me and Courtney, you know, I'm calling that my own car, yeah, but I'm in my own car. so I haven't really I haven't looked out the windows, you know, yeah. I've been looking through the driver's window, that's it, yeah, you know, I haven't looked through the sides or the yeah. rearview mirror i've been I've just been falling for how I've been growing as a person that yeah, yeah you know, you're right i i speaking, I should start looking out. The sides you know, more, I gotta you tell know? you, I think
0: if if there's anything I know about you, whatever mm-hmm. you do, you do it to the to the utmost, to to the point of of highest excellence. You know, you um, gotta. Yeah, I find that, but then I also have found, I think much less now in your in your most recent journey. Yeah. But back in the day, it was like I'm gonna do this until it kills me, and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna stop doing that one thing, and then I'm gonna shift to the next thing. You know, like, so it'd be like, say, for example, CrossFit going dumb, dumb hard. Yeah. And then, you know, injury after injury, even though you're told not to work out, you do anyway. And then you totally back out of that. And mm-hmm. then you become this calisthenics beast,
1: you know? <laughs> not beast. I don't want to use the uh, word beast.
0: Well, your social media <laughs> made you look like a beast, you know? But I, I remember had you, you, like you, 50 had, you had you uh, to put that one muscle
1: up on loop. Yeah. And I was
0: like, how many freaking muscle ups <laughs> is this going to do it? So that, I think that really speaks to, like, your, That speaks to
1: social media. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get you, but, like, you, you, your one but minute you of fame. These,
0: you would have these… Uh, the, you would like switch up your, your focus and whatever you focused on, you got really, really good for a while. Yeah. Uh, really, really excellent. And you would shift back to something else. So I think even in this, like you are focused and super, like, you know, you're on a, you're on a track, mm. but we are not built to be alone. Like even, even in a relationship, like, yeah, yeah I was telling this to Arlene today, you know, um, we're not meant to just like live this life as a family like Mm -hmm. in this house and not interact with society. Like we're meant to do something in society as a family. You know, Uh, that means we we need to be interacting with people. You know, I told her like I really need this uh, this day to hang out with just guys because I want to like kind of reconnect with other people. You know, Uh, because aside from work and aside from coming home, I don't really see anybody Mm -hmm. or talk to anyone couple text messages here and there but like there's something to be said about getting together with a, a good group of dudes you know as a man it kind of just grounds you and connects you yeah. to kind of like you know but it also matters what
1: you do with absolutely like, yeah you know sitting around here drinking you know yeah. tossing them back like it's gotta be something something worthwhile absolutely you know? I, I agree with you it's think of Courtney's all I really needed for uh, she's all I need you know that's the thing that goes to our relationship but i agree with like a person like you sal you've always been a great you know i keep telling you're a good dude and i I recognize that that. i know that and like you're someone i would hang out with man you know we gotta make this happen you're doing it right now yes we're doing it right now i'm having a great time you know there was this podcast
0: uh i think it was some npr podcast i can't remember the name of it right now but uh and i think the episode was called something about um the the lonely American man yeah you know so it was talking about how when they had this like five and six year old two uh, five and six year old boys and uh, one was saying about the other one I love Tommy he's my best friend yeah and at some point in time like men we don't say I love you and, and if we do it's like I love you bro no homo or I love you bro uh, uh, or even have it used the bro as a qualifier yeah, bro like there's something about uh,
1: we it's a mindset but you don't think about it no that's but the socially thing. we're groomed that way because it, it's like this masculinity it's coming up you Yeah, know? you're groomed that way and you don't even think about it and it's actually like it's hard to it's hard to be vulnerable it absolutely is. and it's a
0: big I think it's a big problem for men I think that's the real killer of men is that we're not vulnerable mm-hmm. you, know, I've, you know this I've had people make fun of me oh Sal you're such a girl I've had girls tell me yeah. you're such a girl like, all right, yeah, well, because I express my feelings. being vulnerable. Yeah. Too. And like we all have to be just a little bit more vulnerable as men. I mean, look, there was a man they talked about in this story who had no social male relationships. Yeah. And now like his wife dies. He has nothing. So he gets into triathlon thinking uh-huh. that he's going to find his place in triathlon, not for the social part of it, but to fill his life. Yeah. You know, and he ends up getting into this to the Iron Man level of triathlons and still he feels empty. And he, he relates it back to not having any close uh, male relationships. Yeah. So like even for you, like uh, I promise you, you uh, Courtney is not everything. like my wife is not everything that I need. I, you know even, even my wife and kids are not everything I need. Yeah. Are, they, are they a great support and help to me? Do I love them? Absolutely. Do they mean the world to me? Absolutely. but mm-hmm. you know, I live in the world, and if God forbid something was to happen to any of them life would still go on but where do you go now because your relationships that you've been given in your
1: life yeah. you've let fall to the wayside you know what I'm saying like I mean uh, people I've known like I mean coming up I don't talk to people from a high school anymore yeah I don't talk to you know what I mean like I relate my relationships personally in the past have always tended to fade out but you know I could honestly dan- I could damn well say Courtney's all I ever needed but you know yeah but, not she's all I ever needed. She fulfills everything I've ever needed. Like, you know, relationships in all all facets of the word. Mm. But yeah, you're. It makes sense to do, to do have like bro relationships. Yeah. You know, um, bro. there are use the no, word. No, but no, but no. I you think know, male I think, relationships. I
0: think that's important to say is that mm-hmm. if you're a male having male relationships, like I don't have close female relationships because I'm yeah. a married man. I are there you. are there women in my life who who I hold dear and dear? Absolutely. But do I Maintain that kind of contact with them like I would a guy? No, because that's inappropriate. You know, yeah. That's but that's me. I mean, other guys, uh, other people may have a different opinion, but Understood. I see that this is not healthy. Yeah. You know. Um. So, but in terms of like uh, relationships and them falling to the wayside, I've had plenty like that. And I think at some point in my life, I had this epiphany. Of like, all right, this person's a good dude. Like, for example, you, you're a yeah. good dude. You can read a good dude. Yeah. You can like. And so, like, what do you what do you do? Like, all right, this person was a good dude in my life. Like, you know how. Mm-hmm. What do I do now? Like, we haven't seen each other. We haven't talked. Now I have the option. Do I let this just fall to the wayside? Because it could. I mean, I, we could have not have talked. And then five years from now, we'd be like distant memories. Uh-huh. And uh, and at that point, five years from now, it'd be very much more difficult to connect again. Yeah. You know,
1: but it hasn't been that long. I and mean, we saw each other in December, you know. But see, so, this connection is stronger than just... I've What I've noticed, when you tend to evolve personally as a person, yeah. you cut out the relationships you had that mirrored the old person Correct. you were. Correct. Correct. And I feel like I've been evolving a lot recently. Yeah. That like, you know, you you leave what was the past, the past, and I'm like, I'm this new guy. I'm right. this, You know. Yeah. But um, something like this conversation we're having now it goes, you kind of you know the Earth crust mantle core, you kind ca- you dug to the core. Like Courtney's in my core. Yeah. You know. If you look at it that way, like, then this relationship wouldn't fade no matter how you evolved. Right. Because it's it's much more emotional. It's a personal relationship. Right. It's a real connection. So there you are a lot of people in the span of your life that you've met that are still at the crust, they haven't even pierced the surface, mm. and that's a surface level relationship, Correct. it's an acquaintance, it's and a, those
0: are those can go by the wayside, no big deal, yeah, you that's, could say hello, and that or not even at all, yes. you know, but I think there's, like I have a, a couple good friends, I would say maybe five or six dudes, mm-hmm. you know, that I keep in touch with throughout the years, maybe I don't talk to them for weeks, months, and you don't have to, you don't have you to, know? but I do make it a point, like, wow, this person was like one of my best friends, or and still I like, kind of consider him one of my best friends, I haven't yeah. spoken to him in three months, I should reach out. So I have mm-hmm. this sense that we're all kind of on our own journeys, yes. but like, it's really important for me to have, to keep this person in my life, and I can't mm-hmm. just bank on yeah. the hope that we're still gonna be cool. We're all evolving, or devolving, you know, yeah. really, um, but when we see that that person's evolving and we, we still wanna be on that vibe with them, I think it's important to reach out, you know? Um, and actually, I think I was talking to Eric about this, is that like at some point, like, Let's another just say, good dude. yeah, Eric another good, good dude. dude. but like I think uh, like I think I even said this to you like at some point in time, like if if so much reaching out has been done on my end and I don't mm-hmm. feel that same reciprocation, then that to me is a is a is, is a, a, sign a sign to let it wall fall by the wayside. But unless I've made that opportunity uh, made that uh, attempt to kind of step out and kind of be vulnerable and say, hey, man, is everything good with you? Are you okay? Uh, and that person doesn't reciprocate back after so long, then I know, all right, well, this meant this friendship. I'm not going to be involved with anyone in my life
1: who's not going to be one way. Yeah. yeah. See, the problem, me, and I I hear what you're saying, I've always been so internally motivated and so in this, like, tunnel vision that I don't do that enough, and it's hard to admit kind of your faults, your shortcomings. But, yeah, that's one of mine, man. Honest to God. Like, I don't reach out to the important people enough. Yeah. You know? Like I don't, and I, it's something I should do more. Yeah, you know. Well, listen, man, th- don't feel ashamed
0: about like yeah. you know about it. I mean, it's the realization that's like huge. I'm yeah. gonna be talking about plenty of stuff in these podcasts where I screwed up, screwed up. You know, in my marriage, in my in my friendships, you know, in my work, mm-hmm. just in my personal life. You're gonna hear a lot about me screwing up. So it's actually, uh, you know, I've been really kind of into this whole idea of humility lately because I've been mm-hmm. frustrated, like. Screwing up and then yeah. getting better. Screwing up and then getting better. I don't wanna
1: use I don't wanna use I wouldn't use the word screwing up. You're mm-hmm. you're identifying something that you see as a shortcoming. Right, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You're not screwing yeah. up anything. You, you, you know, like.
0: actually that I really like uh so the word uh, sin, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone sees that as such a bad thing. Sin is like a bad thing. Yeah. But sin actually comes from archery. Yeah. When you miss the bullseye, that's a sin. Okay. So it's like there's a target and that. you just missed it. You know? So it's not necessarily this bad thing Like, like you just kind of pointed to me yeah. like, It's not, I said screwed up And that's my own stupid programming That still yeah, has to no, kind of you. come out You know. Um, but again, this is iron sharpens iron Right hey, here, it's happening, it, man. it's happening So uh, for, for me, like when I sin like When I miss the mark Whether it's in my personal life, my relationships my, my, With my wife or mm-hmm. my friends Work, whatever the case may be I still have to pick up the bow and arrow and try again like I'm still here right but then how
1: big is your target versus the next guy's target that's true you know
0: and you know what man and and social media can skew that for us right it does you think that everyone's hitting the target because of social media social media makes you think that everyone's hitting bullseyes no and they're not they're Mm -hmm. not and you know, every so often you'll have like an Olympic weightlifter
1: or a CrossFitter, say,
0: I don't really post fails, but no one really posts fails, but I'm gonna post a fail because I believe that's in your true
1: self. That's what's the word that they're doing it without even realizing they're doing it right then and there. That's, um, there's a word for that too. I, I don't remember it, but they're 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 literally doing what we're talking
0: about. Exactly. Yeah, they're 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 presenting a persona. And mm-hmm. I think one thing about social media, and Arlene and I were talking about this today, is that, oh no, you and I were talking about this today, yeah. is that with social media, it's, it's always been this way, except social media ends up being this, like, bullhorn that everyone has now, you know? Mm-hmm. Everyone has always been like this, but social media magnifies um, people's journeys, you know, and their presence in the world because of the internet and the interconnectivity we have with each other. Yeah. So this has always been society. This has always been humankind, but now it's on steroids because of the social media.
1: Ev- yeah. I mean, from the dawn of time, people have been faking who they really are. Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, picture, you know, our our primitive people. You know, before you know the cavemen and all that, they didn't have. You know, they, we were they were doing what humans were meant to do: mm-hmm. hunt, gather, survive. You know. And I'm trying to hunt, gather, survive. I like that. And I don't need any the next guy to know how I'm doing it. Because at the end of the day, I'm still surviving. I like that. You know? Like, he doesn't need to know... They don't need to know what I have in my cave. Mm. Because I know what I have in the cave. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's... um, That's it, man. Like, that, you know... I, su- I recommend The Purge to everyone. Well, let me I, ask you this. Yeah. Before recommending The Purge, like, is there anything
0: that you... Miss about social media that actually was positive, like is there are there things that you kind of feel like uh, you're not able to take advantage of now because of mm. this
1: like all out purge? I mean, I miss mean, like you know finding good restaurants, great companies, like you know stuff like like I got a whoop just now. Nice. Let's uh, you know. People we'll sponsor us. Well? Yeah, That's I have a, I have a whoop as well. Yeah. I hope I hope uh,
0: Ahmad here, just Ahmad is there. My so, recovery's yeah. got to be a little better. I think My HRV broken, sucks, man. I hope <laughs> Ahmad, if, if you if you
1: hear me, man, please sponsor us so we can get this message out. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, like using the platform what it's meant to do. Again, Courtney has been doing amazing haircuts. She's been doing great. She's and she's getting she's showing before and afters, and people can see it. You know, this is what you can get if you come to me. And how are you going to get that by word of mouth? you know mm. it, it, it's a broader reach so yes like again I'm gonna I, I can't believe I didn't even start talking about him yet but David Goggins is <laughs> that dude has been like the top you know I resonate with him the most I've listened to his book already three times through yeah so someone like you David
0: know? Goggins he does have a social media presence he
1: follows nobody he hates social media but he yeah. he
0: he posts because he knows he has to get his message out he has mm-hmm. something to say and that's I think the, that's, that's one thing about social media is like some people actually do have a genuine message to put out there, yeah. and them kind of pulling back robs the world of this. You know, is that the case with you? I don't know. That's something you have to decide for yourself. But I know for me personally, and and for people I've spoke with, people do miss you. You know, yeah. You've been off of social media, and people have asked me like, "Oh man, have you heard from Dan?" I'm like, "Nah." Actually, you know, let me text him. You know, um,
1: 6951 <laughs> That's oh where I'm God. at, man. Oh man. You know? I love that. I love that.
0: <laughs> and that's the way it should be. I mean, David Goggins he he has a, a mission. So how like for someone like him, now how do you keep up with him? I know he has books out, but like where are you gonna get his
1: kind of common mm-hmm. updates? I mean, I'm not sure if he's updating on YouTube every day. Okay, so purging social media, so here's let me go back to I purged all social media and then I had to look up I literally typed into Google, is YouTube social media? <laughs> and I'm, it said yes and I'm like damn it now oh. I gotta get rid of YouTube you know what man so I, for the first <laughs> couple of weeks I got rid of YouTube yeah and I found myself I'm like alright you know what cause I like I love the Joe Rogan's podcast I love like listening you know David Goggins motivational stuff I've loved that yeah and I find myself improving by listening and watching that on YouTube there's a yes theory that's another page on YouTube I'd recommend that you know they're big on putting yourself in uncomfortable situations Mm -hmm. they literally film themselves putting themselves in uncomfortable like with people on the street Uh, walk up to a random person yes theory you Um, know great page i watch a lot of that um just stuff you know so i yes in short i got youtube back good but you know i use that to better myself you know
0: and that's the thing I I think um, really what it comes down to with social media is I think Mm -hmm. everyone has to understand their own appetite because we all have proclivities to whatever you know some of us have more of a proclivity to kind of compare and social media is like setting uh, uh, alcohol to like a dumpster fire right just gonna burn gasoline rather I shouldn't say alcohol but um, Mm -hmm. yeah but I mean for me personally it doesn't like for my social media like my Instagram like I don't follow anything that's nonsense I follow I follow fitness stuff that doesn't Upset me and, and stuff that's relative to what well, I'm doing. That's your way but that's of me. purging. That's, that's me. That's your yeah. purge. It is my purge, it's, and it's like you um, know? it's like people that go on these like severe diets versus people that go have a certain diet. Everyone yeah. responds to a different diet, right? Mm-hmm. So I follow just like fitness stuff, uh, motivational business stuff, mm-hmm. and I follow uh, what else? Just like funny things, you know, funny things that are kind of still like not offensive to me right because if something yeah. is offensive to me i just won't follow that account anymore but i don't follow like you can scroll through my instagram i don't follow women you know yeah
1: because i'm a married man like I, oh know, the influencers yeah yeah you know uh, that's even yeah. that word alone oh, is man you know you're trying to influence people yeah. and yeah, you're cool. posting like half naked yeah then so. that's the thing like that's I, not I, an I get that and that's
0: not a judgment but like you know there was once at one time at the gym um a bunch of guys i don't i i, I can think of a couple guys who were doing this. In this little circle yeah. I, I don't want to mention their names But yeah. they were looking at like Instagram like girl pictures uh-huh. You know And they were like Oh Sal you gotta check out this girl She's so hot I was like nah man I'm good I love my wife And then someone made a comment Oh you're so gay You don't want to look at women I'm Like oh, Alright You guys are staring at like Instagram girls Yeah What benefit of, th- of that is, is that to me When I have a wife mm-hmm. Not to mention I have three little girls Who I'm bringing up in the world You know So to look at the, to look at women In like this lustful manner Who are putting themselves off Like yeah. that Like you're judging me I, that doesn't yeah, make any sense. Yeah, but I'm looking
1: at you now coming from now I'm coming from the other side Yeah. saying we both have meaningful relationships. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean like and tell then, those people to get, you know, they don't I'm sure they didn't have meaningful no. relationships. And the, and the thing is when you, you have know? a meaningful
0: relationship, you want to protect it. You know, I'm yeah. married 12 years now, man. Like uh it, it's not easy. I mean, I I would never I could I could never um pick a better uh wife than that I have now
1: for sure. But that doesn't mean that
0: it's always peaceful. I mean, there are times where we have disagreements. But that's
1: supposed to happen. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: No, just like when you work out, not every workout's going to feel lovely. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like you're glad you put in this work because there's Mm -hmm. a benefit to it. And I can see that, you know, when my wife and I, when we have a better relationship, our kids are happier, our household is more peaceful, I'm more peaceful. Yeah. You know, so again, like even in that way, like I've had to detox myself from social media in that way. Yeah. But it's not so much and so severe that I need to completely get off of it, right? But you're using it.
1: Cause what we did is we both found our best way, to you know proceed to purge again. I keep using that word. Yeah. But, you know, you got you trimmed the you trim the fat on yeah. what you what wasn't helping you. Like a lot of those people who like you know those influencers who post videos of you know, of themselves that doesn't benefit anybody. It's to benefit themselves. That's 100%. it. You know the likes. The yeah. likes is the new. I honestly I'm gonna tell like people what I went through. That first like two weeks I kept scroll op- turning on my phone like uh, forgetting I got rid of it I'm looking for the app and I'm yeah. like oh and I would catch myself and I'm like oh my god you were an addict yeah so like it's social media in that sense is a quote unquote drug yeah your brain gets hit with this dopamine rush you know it's a drug it's literally you know I'm a science guy it's a science-based thing yeah that feel good you know oh my god all these likes all these likes. You know, where the real likes are meaningful likes. You know, that's where it comes from. You know what's
0: interesting, man? And again, like, uh, I don't know if you know this, but my main work now is working with people in substance recovery. So, drugs, alcohol, you know, Mm -hmm. drugs of all sorts. And it's interesting that certain people have certain tastes for a certain drug or alcohol. So, why is not everybody an alcoholic? Why is everyone not using methamphetamine? Why is everyone not using cocaine? why is everyone not using acid people have a particular proclivity like a particular thing that they want to use for some people that drug is social media right it's a cover up for something deeper it's it's for some reason social media hits you differently than it hits me yeah in in the sense that like it's something i need to remove myself from Mm -hmm. you know i tell my patients this all the time fortunately you know i have many other problems but i don't have a problem with alcohol yeah i had to you know, we were moving from the last house to this house. I had a whole f- refrigerator full of alcohol. Yeah. I work in substance recovery, so I know it's not a great idea to just give this alcohol away because I don't know who has a problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we didn't want to bring all the alcohol to this house because it's all glass. What if it broke in the car or whatever? And uh, we just weren't big drinkers anyway. We just had that stuff because we'd have parties. Yeah. I dumped out probably like $500 worth of alcohol. Mm-hmm. It didn't bother me at to do, all. To
1: dump it out did a matter of fact, you.
0: it kind of sickened me, the smell. Because I just don't have that proclivity, yeah. but you put something else in front of me, it'll change me, you know, and, and so those things I distance myself from, for example, like you know I said about being married, like I'm not going to have like you know uh, you know Instagram models on my Instagram because that would put me in a different mindset. you yeah. know now I'm going to compare my wife, who I see every day to this manufactured picture. Mm-hmm. If you even like kind of look at what these people look like, you know men and women outside of social media, mm-hmm. they look nothing like
1: what they Uh, what they present themselves to be but see I think I mean coming from I mean you've been married a lot longer I'm still you know I'm with Courtney for a year and a little bit but what getting to know her and being with her made me realize was like uh, the big thing was like this is the most meaningful relationship I got yeah and it fulfills everything I needed because you know I would feel yeah I would you know I'd beat the hell on myself at the gym but I would go home still feeling kind of down like I was still alone yeah. you know I've always felt alone to this day or yeah. not to this day until till a year the, and a half ago Till a year and yeah. a half ago and now like I'm not alone like mm. I'm there, it's like that puzzle piece is filled with the piece oh my god you know it's like but it, it, but it makes you better all around yeah. like now I, I got rid of social media you know and now I, I'm focusing on work I, I do I've leveled up man I mm. feel it like I'm leveled up mm. and you know you know there's this yeah. uh, there's this guy who,
0: who has this quote about how we we try to fill this empty space, this empty void in us yeah. with everything else, but what we're supposed to fill it with, you know. And so I think for you, this relationship mm-hmm. has been like the the puzzle piece you needed, that's, like you that's said. That's been it, you know. And you tried yeah. to fill everything in this space with you know, with the social media, with with certain friendships. Being that at the gym for five hours, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Try, these
1: antics, yeah, all you know. Okay, look, like I'm I'm a funny guy. I like to be a funny guy. I like humor. But you know me. You saw yeah. me at the a lot of those antics wasn't actually me. Like yeah. you're hearing me raw now. This is me, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like yeah, you know, I'll joke with you. Like you know, I'll joke, we'll joke, but some of those antics I'm looking back like I'm playing the highlight reel in my head and I'm like, "Yeah. Oh but my th- god. You know, that's a
0: real grace though, you man, know? to have that to be able to put that floodlight on the old you and see the difference. yeah, You know, so I think what you said about this whole transformation, this whole ev- ev- uh, evolution mm-hmm. of yourself. I mean, that's such a big blessing to see because some people don't ever see how they were mm-hmm. different, how they're ever going to
1: be different. What's um, the w- there's a Goggins. Again, I'm di- diving no, in. Please. He talks about this all in his book. He says, you know, I he was a Navy SEAL. But then he saw himself, even in, through, you know, he again, he was famous. He went through three Buds in hell weeks in one year. Insane. And those are murderous. Like, you're up for 130-something hours. But even, like, he was a hard man. You know, he's a hard, he not was, he's still alive. He's, <laughs> he is a hard dude. <laughs> yeah. But he even said, he's like, I still was, like, addressing, you know, issues on the face, on the surface. He said, not only until I went back into my past because he was abused by his father Yeah, and he actually went back years later and sat down with his father mm-hmm. he's not only until I went back and sat across the table with who I was then could I rid myself of yeah. it and then like I just grew to the next next level and what I'm saying is you have to do a cell, an autopsy. Mm. You have to do an audit of yourself, and you gotta be real. Yeah. He talks to the accountability mirror. You gotta look in the mirror, and say like, "I was or am. I am this person. Yeah. I am this way." Yeah. You know. So and really confronting yourself I did that. That's why I resonate self. with the guy so much. I confronted myself. Yeah. And I was like, "Who were you? You know these antics." This was all face this was all to drive a reaction from people. Yeah. Now I'm like that's not the re- I said that's not the real you man. That's yeah. not who you are.
0: Yeah, you know and you if know? that if that stuff made you come alive and satisfied and content yeah. then then that would be you but that's mm-hmm. not what made you come alive that did not make you content it did not make you happy. Yeah. You know like there are people who are out there in the entertainment industry uh-huh. who are alive and happy in doing what they do. I think like Denzel Washington's a great yeah. example of that. Uh you know I think uh what's his name um Oh, gosh, I saw him in Philly years ago. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is yeah. a great example of that. Like, these guys are fulfilled
1: and happy, and they're promoting a life. they promoting a, a lifestyle, happiness. right? But you, you also see the other side of these right. people who have it all, yeah. in, in, you know, who have it all, but in reality, they're super depressed. Yeah, and, and, I'm and like, you hear about these people in, like, the tabloids yeah. and things like that. Killing, committing suicide, yeah. you know, it's, it's because you've got to level up. Maybe these people, I'm telling you, the self-autopsy is the best thing you can mm. do. And you got to be real and it probably get emotional. Yeah. Because you have to say I am this person. Yeah. You know? And social media I think really skews the mirror.
0: Like with that mm-hmm. I guess it seems to me like through your detox you've been able to kind of look in the mirror
1: clearly it's basically who you are social media the mirror you're looking into is like one of those funhouse mirrors yeah wow. and finally you look in that you, you detox you look in the mirror and now you see your face yeah you see who you are you wipe the pain off you know and that's when you can grow. Yeah. Right from there, you have to be real, and you know. Mm. And you see yourself for better or for worse. Yeah. And you deal
0: with what's in front of the mirror. Yeah. Some people don't even want to look in the mirror at all because it's too painful. But you, you know, have to. You know, I, I uh, for some reason, man, just lately, um, mm-hmm. this, this line that you shall come to know the truth, and the truth will set you free. For some reason that always bothered me cuz I think somewhere in my life I didn't want to know the truth about myself. Yeah. You know, and Where's now Where is that uh, line
1: from? Is that a bi- that's not I th- a Bible I, I,
0: I think line. it I think it might be a Bible verse that might have been kind of popularized and like kind of more became like pop culture. But that's as real as it gets. Yeah. I mean like people if you get to know the truth of yourself mm-hmm. and where you are and just accept that you are this person who has been yearning for people's attention and it's mm-hmm. been negatively affecting you. You are in a relationship that you shouldn't be in, or you are mm-hmm. not paying enough attention to your job and, and and your work life is suffering and you're miserable. If yeah. you accept that truth, then you can do something about it right yeah but w- but with social media kind of clouding um, your, your the mirror and and making you look like this funhouse character, how could you ever change your life so you I, can. it's it's amazing, man like your transformation has been just like
1: phenomenal that's why i wanted to get you here for this i podcast, appreciate man. it so. man. i you know i i appreciate you having me it, it was actually benefit it's real beneficial for you know you're there but for the guy sitting across from you to just come out and do talk their talk because mm. now you know you you can realize you hear yourself saying all this and you feel it because you went through it and like yeah. i know i went through this purge you yeah. know i know i went through this self-cleansing Someone's gonna like tally how many times I said the word purge in this. That's know? okay. No, purge <laughs> uh, the name should be just called but, the purge. Um, we should change it from anti social yeah, right? media to the purge. But uh yeah, no, I, I appreciate you having me and uh, you know, you can reach me at on my social <laughs> media platform. No, just kidding. You know, you can call me, text me. Um, uh, you
0: could comment on his YouTube. Yeah, right. Uh, channel. On my YouTube Do you have a
1: YouTube channel? I'm, I think I have a YouTube channel that is from, the only videos are from 2016, and they both have copyright, they're both the muted, by YouTube, they're both just <laughs> lifting videos, and YouTube cut the music out, because we were at the gym, oh,
0: well, you could comment <laughs> on his YouTube video, if you want to give him any props from, from back in the day, yeah, man, yeah, but Thanks dude, listen, lot. man, it was so great to, to see you again, and I hope that we get to hang out a
1: little bit more, absolutely, you know, and, uh, man, listen, let's keep it going, man, I hope this, I hope, you know, this, uh, this reaches people and like it makes you know it makes makes you realize you know turn on the windshield wipers you know wipe the wipe the fog Mm. off the mirror Mm. man you know like see yourself for who you are and see what social media is doing for you and you don't have to completely delete it but you know use it for what it was use it for good Mm. you know wise words from a wise man
0: (laughs) appreciate you Dan thank you for coming man up until this point in our lives we've done the best we could with what we've known Hopefully today we've come to learn something new so we can be better to give better. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Upstream. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the.upstreampodcast and join us every other Tuesday for fresh content. Until then, just keep swimming, friends.